Welcome to episode 91 of the Experiencing His Victory audio blog with Terry Tinder. This is the place where I read the blog so you don't have to. Today I'll be reading Your Authority as a Believer from experiencinghisvictory.com where we're pursuing life as God intends it. One of the goals in my life is to help you understand the authority you have in Jesus Christ. It's part of four key elements that I believe are critical to living life as God intends it to be. These elements are, one, a true knowledge of who God is, two, a true knowledge of who you are in Christ, three, a true knowledge of your inheritance in Christ, four, a true knowledge of your authority as a believer. The reason I stress the words true knowledge is that there are so many wrong views that totally misrepresent who God is, who you are in Christ, and what's available to you through Christ and the authority that you have in Him. Throughout the year, I'll continue to write posts, record audio, and shoot videos that speak on these and other topics that will help you pursue life as God intends it to be. What is authority? If you hang around me for a while, you know that I'm a word maniac. I want to know the meaning of a word. I'm constantly looking words up on my computer. It's even more important to understand the meaning of the words in the biblical languages. The reason being is that these words may have meanings that are slightly different from the modern-day understanding of the English language or whatever your native language might be. There are some nuances to the word authority in the Greek language. The reason that we're looking at the Greek word for authority, exousia, is that we're looking at the authority we have in Christ Jesus. Power based on position. Since we're looking at authority from a Christian perspective, it's important to declare that all true authority comes from God, God is the ultimate source of authority. He's the sovereign ruler over all of creation. One aspect of authority is that it's the power to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. That comes from OxfordDictionaries.com. Our authority is the rightful, actual, and unimpeded power to act or to possess control use or dispose of something or somebody. That's the Illustrated Bible Dictionary. As believers, we have authority that is given to us by God. We'll look at what we have authority over in a later post. The major concept to understand about this aspect of authority is that it's lawful and properly delegated authority not something that's taken on or possessed on our own merit. Freedom of choice. Freedom is the most exciting aspect of authority. When you have authority, it means you have the freedom to make a choice. Larry Richards gives us some insights. On the one hand, he says, a person without exousia has little freedom of action. For others maintain a right to control him and determine what he does. On the other hand, God is totally free to make decisions that cannot be frustrated by any natural 
or personal power in the universe. Of course, God always makes choices that are righteous and good and line up with his character. The Apostle Paul tells us that freedom is one of the reasons Christ came. He says in Galatians 5.1, It was for freedom that Christ sets us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. As we'll see later, Jesus came to set us free from sin, sickness, demons, and death. He has given us authority to stand in his name and experience the life that he's made available to us. It's obvious from the verse above that there are things that strive against this freedom in our lives and that we can yield to them. Paul boldly tells us to stand firm and refuse to allow ourselves to be subjected to slavery again. Our choices determine how much freedom we experience. Jesus gave every believer all things. The Apostle Peter tells us, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. For by these things He has granted to us His precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in the world by lust. 2 Peter 1, verses 2 through 4. God has supplied everything that we need for life and godliness. He's given all things to us, and it's his divine power that is working in our lives. It's through believing and choosing to walk in God's precious promises that we become more and more like him. Freedom within boundaries. All authority has boundaries, especially the kind we're talking about. As believers, we have authority to do the will of the Father on the earth. Jesus proved to be a great example of this. He only did what he saw the Father doing and said what he heard the Father saying. Our authority is limited to what God has given. It's in the realm of the Spirit, and it's never given for us to rule or reign over people. I should mention that I'm talking about the authority of an individual. There is authority in governments and churches to deal with issues of people who are hurting other people. You and I are to walk as representatives as Jesus Christ on this earth. We're authorized by Jesus to go and to make disciples in all the world. Our authority is limited to the call and purpose of God in our lives. I'll give you an example of what I mean by authority with limitations. Let's take a general in the military. He has incredible authority, but it's limited to the men and women that are under his control. He also answers to those in authority over him who answer to those in authority over them. If you're a civilian living off base, the general can't come up and knock on your door and arrest you for being absent without leave because he has no authority over you. He cannot say, hey, look at the four stars on my shoulder. I'm a general. I have authority. You must do what I say. Can't you see how powerful I am? 
The reason you can ignore this general is because he has no authority over you. He doesn't have the freedom to do anything he wants to do just because he's a general. The same holds true for us as believers. Our authority is vast, but it isn't all-inclusive. It's limited to the will of the Father and His purposes for our lives. That doesn't mean that we can't go beyond His authority and do things that God doesn't want. We see it all the time. How many people have been wounded by controlling leaders that exert authority over the lives of believers God never intended? They use the verse, don't touch God's anointed, to mean that they're untouchable and can command people to do whatever they want them to do. There was a time in my life when we were holding joint services with another church in our town. This minister came a few times and had wonderful times of ministry, and people's lives were actually being touched and healed. Then one day he announced to the congregations that he was there to make sure that my friend and I were going to be fine because he was going to insure it. He told me that he was an apostle and he was going to be over me in the congregation I served. Needless to say, that was the last time he was in our church. He had exceeded his authority and sought to bring me under his control. I've never seen him since. Well, let's wrap up this point with a review of the word authority. True authority is sourced out of God, who has all authority is the rightful, actual, and unimpeded power to act on behalf of God. It's the freedom to make a choice. It's empowered by God and based on His promises. And it has boundaries based on the nature and character and purpose of God. Next week, we'll continue to understand authority by looking at some examples of authority found in the Bible. Until then, have a blessed day. If you've been listening to Experiencing His Victory audio blog for some time and it's blessed and encouraged your walk with Christ, then I want to encourage you to help support this podcast by becoming a donor on Patreon. Patreon allows listeners like you to pledge an amount for every podcast I produce. You can pledge as little as $1.25 per episode or as much as you like. The choice is yours. Then on the first of the following month, they take the amount of your pledge for every podcast produced. It's just that easy. To check out the site and to learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash EHV. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash EHV. Hey, Terry Tinder here. Thanks for joining us at experiencinghisvictory.com, where we're pursuing life as God intends it to be. I hope you enjoyed today's post. It's part of a series called Eight Steps to Experiencing His Victory. If you'd like to see all of the posts in this series in one place, you can go to experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash steps. That's experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash steps. See you next time.